They're all puzzle It's cold. <laughs> yeah, man. We're here. We're, We're back here. again. Yeah. Dead of winter. <laughs> yeah. It's a cold one. It's a cold one, man. What do you got going on, Joel? Not too know? much, man. Just chilling. Surviving. Yeah, literally. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Eat a bowl of soup for a fireplace, come back to where we record, and we're, uh... Actually, cold. I'm starting to get a little bit warmer. Well, we got... Whiskey. Yeah. We got whiskey. Warms up. I got the low end this time, so... Rush Creek Distilling. Um... Small batch release. It's a kind of a never heard of distillery. Uh, Rush Creek Distilling, Harvard, Illinois, USA. And what is this classified as? A bourbon? Rye? Let's see. Well, it's pretty light. Rare, genuine American whiskey, hand-bottled by us and expertly crafted to yield a rich, smooth taste to top shelf. Um, so it's not a single malt? No. It's uh, distilled from grain, it says. Rush Creek Distillery. That's all it says. Hmm. 40%. So 80 it's cheap. It's like thirty some dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. I was just traveling through Illinois and went to a grocery store and they had it here and I've never seen it before. I'm like, okay. Pick it up. Try it. Why not? That's what it's all about, right? Man, that stuff is clear. Yeah, it's light. That's why I light asked color. if it was like a Seal malt or something. And yeah, doesn't doesn't have a lot of information here. <clears throat> Rush Creek Distillery. Batch number four. Hmm. Let me smell this nose. Bottle number nine seventy two. So gives you an idea. Let's try it. Hmm. Ah, to weird. me personally, the nose is not very complex, but kind of like cork. You know how cork has that uh, I just woody, smell, dusty. I smell a lot of sugar. That's all I'm getting is pure cane sugar. The real dry nose to me. Dry, dry, dry. Like corn, like uh, corn husk. Yeah. You know, not a husk, but uh, like after a cob is dried. Yeah. Like I a got dried you. corn cob. Mm hmm. I can see that. The mash bill is probably pretty high in the corn mash. Hmm. 
Mm. Really didn't like the first sip. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try the second sip. I I can't judge on the it first. It tastes sip. a lot like it smells. There's very <laughs> similar. Uh, I mean, you're not you're not gonna be surprised by what you taste after you smell it. So, yeah, that's all I'm getting. It's unique. Sugariness. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a dusty, dried out corn cob. Hmm. Wow, what would you use this for? It's not yeah. complex. Mm -mm. It's kind of like a. I wouldn't even use it in note. a cocktail either. No, no. It's like I, I don't know what you do with this. Even though we don't have visuals on this podcast, but it is almost as clear as water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like. Ice. Natural color. Like if you made or had a nice solid bourbon and you put ice on it and then you get caught up in something and the ice actually dilutes itself and then it makes the brown liquor look kind of like a tannish color. That's what it looks like. If that makes sense. <clears throat> um, Their uh, little slogan here is the adventurous spirit. Well, <clears throat> from what I'm safe. sipping, I mean, this is like safe as it's not that much of an adventure. Can be. There's like a a bus ride. Yeah. To Tra one bus stop to wheels. another. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. No, not bad. Hmm. Cost? I think it was like $34 in that range. Mm -hmm. I grabbed it because I've never seen it before. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. it's local, I small thing. Like I said, you never know. Yeah, you never know. This is now you know. Good thing about this. Well, if it's around that 30... Yeah, if you like corn cobs, dried corn cobs, this is your whiskey. Because this is... It smells and tastes like It's like almost like corn cobs. Corn syrup in a glass to me. <laughs> like a light corn syrup. That's what it tastes like. It's like... Not much of anything, but it has flavor, but at the same time, light. Yeah. I think a bunch of aging would help. Yeah. And definitely higher proof. 40% is... Uh, low. That's low. Uh, it's not helping this whiskey at all. It's different, though. It does have character. Yeah. 
No, I'll what give my ranking. Yeah, go ahead. 73. 73. Wow. Maybe okay. if it was a little bit warmer outside, like June, July, August, I would give it a 75. Maybe a 76. Well. It seems like a summer whiskey to me. Um. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because this is probably one of the lightest, easy-drinking whiskeys I've ever had. Yeah. Right now, in this, in the middle of January, or at the end of January, as this recording is, I will say, not it. Summertime? Yeah. The, 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 it, it may not be in the 70s in the summertime. Huh. Who knows? Uh... I'm going to give it an 81 because it is so easy drinking. It's it quality. Is. It's quality. It is. It's not bad at all. But just it's, the way it's that I'm, simp- it's too simple. Yeah. It's just too just simple. Just the way I'm feeling right now in this time of the year. I'm like, this maybe summertime. I'm thinking different. You know? Hmm. Like, if this is in the middle of July, and me and you are outside on your porch or something, and we're drinking this, I'm like, oh, man, this is hitting the rice butts. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to have a, uh... Right, Quinn? <laughs> you don't want to have a peated whiskey in the hot days of summer. You don't want to have a super thick... Yeah, sherry. You, you can, depending on what kind of summer it is. Yeah. Like, if it's a nice summer evening, maybe you can. Maybe. But, but if it's one of those hot, muggy ones... Hmm. Yeah. You might okay. want to sip on this. 70... What did you say? 72? 1. 71 and 81. I think I said 71. <laughs> I know I said it's something in the 70s. Yeah. I bought this. I'm going to go with 75. 75. I don't know what I said before. I forgot. But 75. 75 and 81. Yeah. I bought this four years ago around there. Drank some of it. Let it sit for a long time. Drank a little more. Let it sit for a long time. And haven't touched it since. And I. Eh. Thought, let's pull it out and see what it's I mean, you put water out. in your glass to cleanse it out, and it looks no different than this. That's how light it is. That's crazy. Yeah. It just has, like, like a, a certain tint. But, yeah. Like the lightest. It's like it's scotch. no time in the barrel, like you said. Like some it's of like, was this, was this in there for light. six months? <laughs> Probably, yeah, something, I don't know. It has no oak presence well, at they all. They call it whiskey, so it has to be aged four years in this country, right? But in Illinois? And it's not dark? Well, if they were going for a smooth, easy drinking... Oh, yeah, they got that. They got it. They got that. Because this thing is... 
I mean, you could literally. Oh, it's easy drinking. Put a whole mouthful and just slug it, and it'd be no problem. Easy drinking. Rush Creek. In out of Illinois, right? Venture Spirit in Illinois. Apparently, this is the future of American whiskey because there's so many distilleries opening up, and it's like, like you were saying, uh, like the the craft breweries all over the place. There's gonna be one on every corner. Yeah, and now this happening with the the whiskey game now. Yeah. Starlights, Chattanooga. Well, that's a ton of them in. Rush Creek. <laughs> yeah, Rush <laughs> Creek. Don't get me wrong, I, I, I do like it, but r the reason why I gave the rating now is because we're approaching February and it's just too light. Very light. Now, if we were, we would have reviewed this in like in. The summertime, I might would have gave it maybe like 85 other than a 75. Hmm. Who knows? Which is funny. We did it again. What? You kind of did with your lower end, like a summer type whiskey. And I kind of did the same. But I think that you could drink this too in the winter just because of the percentage and also of what kind of whiskey it is. So my high end, mm. even though I, a lot of people, this was in their top 2020, 2021, 2021 whiskeys was this. Even though most people proclaim it as a summer whiskey, which I get because of the flavors. Okay. But I think you could drink it all year round just because of the the high rye content and also the the proof that it is. So my high end today is the barrel cigarettes. And in Barrel Seagrass, this is a blended whiskey. It's a rye whiskey. Um, it's finished in Martinique rum, Madeira, and also apricot brandy barrels. And it's 119.3 proof. Holy cow. A lot of people say that this is... Built for the summer, which I agree has summer flavors, but I also think that you could drink this during the summer. What is seagrass? Barrel uh, that's the that's, that's the name. name. Or... Okay. So Barrel is the company. They're the whiskey company. Seagrass is what? Just the name that they called this one. This the so name barrel, of this the barrel, the 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 serious barrel, and this is a uh, blended. Yeah. Says distilled in Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, and Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's blended. Three distinct areas of the world. 
Exactly. Grassy Oceanside Notes We Love in Rye. Mm-hmm. And Spice of Finishing Barrels. Okay. And this place is out of Louisville, Kentucky. Bot probably bottled. Oh, yeah. I guess they are out of Louisville. This is this also made my top twenty one. Really? Yeah. Twenty twenty one uh whiskey of the year. Huh. It's like ninety to hundred bucks. Oh, it's got a You can see what I'm saying about it's the summer. Something. It's like the floral and all that stuff. A lot of people say they love it in the summer. I, I love it year round, man. Man. I, I definitely can smell that spice. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So before you sip this, this was hitting people's 2021 whiskey of the year, like their top 10. Wow. So they All just right. recently came out with a 16 year. That's 130 some proof, and it's 250 bucks. Had an opportunity to get it this week, the 16 year, but knowing what's coming ahead in April, I kind of toned it down. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I hear that it is it's not a tremendous jump with the year and whatever, but the guy that reviewed it, um, Jason from the Mash and Drum, he said it's not that big of a jump. Even though the sixteen sixteen year is great. Um he went back to this one and was still amazed by the ninety dollar to one hundred bottle. What what does this cost? Ninety to one hundred. Ninety to hundred. I think I paid. On where you get I it. think I paid ninety nine ninety nine for the tax, and then the sixteen year was two fifty. And I've I don't know how long this one was aged. For being um sixty percent, it does not burn your nose when you sniff it. No. Mm -mm. It is a, smooth as a whistle. Yeah, it is. If whistles are smooth. <laughs> wow. I just want to see your first sip. It has a, there's a, a couple of subtle, subtle notes going on. Like when I first smelled it, it reminded me of Chinese food a little bit. I don't know why. But then it, I it, that. that totally mm -hmm. went away. Mm -hmm. and I couldn't smell it after the first like sniff. Like the spice, 
some spice in Chinese food. I don't know what. But uh, like the uh, sweet the, and then the numbing. When you taste it. There's a, a sweet. It coats your tongue and then it hits you in the back of the mouth, right in the back of the throat. The rum, man, and the apricot brandy. Mm-hmm. I could totally taste it, man. That's what this is a lot like. Is a after dinner. Yeah. Um, it's like a dessert, dessert in a glass. It's like a dessert drink after dinner dessert. And you know what? I didn't even think about it, but putting water in this doesn't need it at sixty percent. Mm. So it's it's pretty light in flavor at sixty percent. You know, compared to other barrel strength, mm-hmm. barrel proof mm-hmm. things we've had. Hmm. Yeah, numbing. Mm-hmm. It's like the numbing of the alcohol. Mm-hmm. It is numbing my, my, like my lips a little bit. It's almost like Szechuan. Mm. Had a numbing Szechuan peppercorn. Yeah, like if they did a numbing, numbing version of a sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, Szechuan is like one of the best Chinese places me and Dylan go to. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Oh, so good. I'm sure it's a ton, but it's our favorite. Weird. But they use a, 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 a numbing ingredient... It makes it's so flavorful and well, spicy, but this right here has a character. That's why me and Dylan are referring to it. But if it was, since this is so sweet with the brandy and apricot mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the Madeira and all that stuff, if they did a numbing version of their sweet and sour chicken, yeah, this would be it. That makes sense. It doesn't have the exact flavor of a pep- those Szechuan peppercorns, but Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but there's some similarities here. And the numbing probably comes from the proof. I mean, one nineteen. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> no <It's>, joke. <laughs> yeah. This, I think this has got to be the yeah one nineteen point three. Least offensive. Yeah. Sixty percent whiskeys I've ever had is it you know you have uh, uh, red breast bear um, cask cask yeah, strength which sucks because they discontinue like, it like burns you I mean it's strong. do you still have that yeah I'm gonna try that tonight yeah sure. because they discontinued it did you really know that? I didn't know that it's only the 12 year now no more cast strength hmm <laughs> Which, why? And it, well, probably because they're, the reviews of it weren't as good as the regular Red Breast. Mm. When I was reading up on, people didn't like the cask strength as much 
as the the regular. Uh, well, oh, this is uh, so I'll let you do the rating okay. first. Like I said, I paid ninety to one hundred for this bottle. Yeah, that's actually going to bring it down. I think a little bit in my book. That's that's a point off. But again, I don't I don't have the bourbon perspective that you do. And this is classified as a rye. Oh. This is a rye. Like you're going to taste that spice. That's why you taste that spice like you do. Because it's a rye. It's not a bourbon. Ah, okay. So, this is the spice that everybody's talking about when they say that spice. Mm Mm-hmm. That rice, Szechuan peppercorn numbingness, mm-hmm. a little bit. But then you get the sweet and sour, get the back end with the finish. Black pepper up front. Well, eighty-seven for me. I'm gonna go with 91. Whoa, me. yeah. Because like the it. finish, the finish to me is perfect. Because you don't get far fetched from a rye, you still get a lot of rye presence, even though it's been aged in multiple casks. Mm-hmm. But you get the cask flavors, mm-hmm. but you still get a rye. It's not dominant. That's why I like it. However, and then the proof at one nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> you could sip this. Easy. Yeah, yeah, and normally I'm always putting water in. Not needed here. Yeah, and this is like almost one twenty. Actually, let me just let me put yeah. see if that changes let for you. Let me put a little water in there. I'll do the same. Cause you never know. Maybe this thing will just come alive. But you would not want to use this for a cocktail at all. Oh because, no! Uh, no no no! This is uh, this is uh, this is made for sipping. This isn't gonna cut through. Yeah, this is made for sipping. Man, that nose! I love it. Yeah, I am. My, my I mean, it smells like summer. I, I get why people say that. When you smell it, it smells like summer. Yeah. But with the heat that comes in, I think that you could drink it year-round and be pleased. You could sip this during, around a fire. But I can see why people say summer. I get that melon. Yeah, light, delicate. Everything yeah. about it is light and delicate and easy. Drinking. Huh, man. That's good. Actually, open up the nose a little after adding water. When you add water to it and sip it, it almost has a character of a single malt. So you might, I guarantee you, you might change your rating after adding water. 
I taste a little bit of malt after adding the water. Maybe it's just me. Mm. Got a little sweeter. A little more sweetness on the tongue. Yeah. You know, I taste malt. Uh, add water to this because it comes... It, it becomes a little more intense with the, with water, which is weird. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's good. Mm. Still the same rating? Yeah. If it wasn't so expensive... Yeah, it would it have is. been higher for me. It's too dang expensive. I mean, light whiskey. This kind of reminds me of light whiskey a little bit because it's so so powerful. You know, it's like sixty percent. It's high proof, and it's easy drinking at high proof. So those are the similarities. Flavor, not so much, but. And those are like, what, 60 bucks a bottle? Yeah, right some of them can range that way. Yeah. 60? Mm hmm. And those are like 15 year old. Yeah, or 13. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 13 year old. Yeah. So there's low, there's no age statement, so we gotta say it's probably four years old. Or higher, I, I don't know. I really don't know. And then they got a 16 year that's 250 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Tough. Yeah. You gotta really like that. When you spend that kind of money, you gotta really. <laughs> Which I do with. really like it. Would you spend 250 bucks on a bottle of this? Not the 16, 16. year from what I heard about. What it was, they thought it was fantastic, and then he went back to this one, and this was also fantastic. Yeah. So it was like ninety to one hundred. Yeah. Sixteen year, two fifty. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like Belvini's yeah. going, you know, from a hundred. Which I love this. I, I love this bottle. Five hundred, eight hundred. I love this bottle. It's quite the change. It is good. It's good. Very good. Interesting. For a rye, I mean... (laughs) Madeira, apricot brandy, and then rum. I don't think I've ever had a rye that kind of isolates that spice like this has. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The spice is is here. This it, it gets out of the way and just lets the cask and the well and the and the rye. Did you talking? Yeah, do yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't think there's a bad price of what you get. Because this is not something that you just open every week. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, I got something special. Something different for people to try. And then you pour that in there, they're like, oh man, this is crazy good. 
Wow, 14,000 bottled. Mm-hmm. It was very limited. Wow. It's not as micro-batch as I thought. Mm-mm. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's a huh? limited whiskey. Not a lot of people get it. Yeah, but... where, do, where do you find something like this around here? Can you find it? Uh, Tulsa Wine. They have it? Yeah, Raise okay. or whatever. Tulsa Wine probably has a better price. I think it's like eighty nine ninety nine there. Mm-hmm. I think I got this one at Grafton Bottle Shop, I want to say. <laughs> but all of Barrel's products are not cheap. They're... You know, 70, 70 bucks to 100. Have you tried their bourbon? Yeah. I have one. Like? And then I have another finish. Is I have a finished bourbon like too. Along the lines of this? Yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. They make mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. So we're going to be reviewing those soon. They have a dovetail um, bourbon that I have, which is a finished one. Now I gotta remember what that's finished in. It's some type of wine barrel, and it's high proof as well. Then they have their barrel strength bourbon, huh. and then they have this lower baseline stuff called Stellum bourbon and rye that they make, which huh. I never had before. But there's their that's their low end product. So that's probably like fifty fifty something, I think. Yeah, they got a nice little uh I like their branding. The look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The colors. It's nice. They make rum too. Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey. We're going to be going there. Can't wait, man. I cannot wait. Well, we'll just spill the beans now. We're, Joel and I and some friends are going to Louisville, Kentucky for a little, uh, what do you call that? What do you know? Bourbon trail? Bourbon trail run. Eh, kind of like a bourbon trail, but not really, but... We're going to hit up some distilleries. Yeah. Go to, you guys uh, will see some pictures on this. Yeah, one. yeah. We're going to have a full report when we get back. It's going to be fun. And hopefully a nice little collection of things that we bring back with us. Mm-hmm. All who right. Knows, who knows what the scotch game and international game will be at Kentucky at the liquor stores. It might be it might untouched. Be a- yeah, <laughs> it might be untouched. It might be like you're gonna be things, like, "What?" All the that's why you're, I you might go. walk in there and you're like, "Huh?" Plus, you know, when you go to another state, you get you go to their uh, liquor stores and you get different uh, distributors. They have different yeah, that's things. true. And so you get to, you finally get to get a bottle of something you've been wanting to get for like years. Yeah, Dylan might walk into his paradise might. in Kentucky. Wait, what? Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> America's Scotch. All the bourbon, and then we got this small Scotch selection. 
Even though it might be a small Scotch selection, but it might be big to Dylan. Because, who knows? It might be something that people never picked up. Or, it might catch some vintage stuff there that's been sitting there since the early 2000s that no one never picked up. Yeah. You never know. That that's one of my dreams. Another another dream is going to a garage sale, and uh, they have this. Oh, we had a a guitar that we it's been under Aunt Agatha's bed for fifty years, <laughs> and it's a hundred dollars. You're like, and it's taken. like a nineteen fifty nine Gibson or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then and inside the guitar, you might it might be a decanter too. Keep dreaming, Joel. Keep dreaming. <laughs> but that could happen in Kentucky, because I I don't know too many Scotch people in Kentucky, but you <laughs> never know. Yeah. You might could find something that's like from two thousand one that's just been sitting on the shelf, and the guy was like, "Man, I've been meaning to get rid of this. I give it to you for fifty bucks." I've got just a long list of scotches I cannot buy here. Yeah, maybe, I don't know how the, maybe they have them in other states, you know? Like, well, yeah, Kentucky might be different since yeah. people really don't look for scotches in Kentucky. But who knows? Are the liquor stores, they really cater to the scotch? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. Because they're straight up bourbon and rye out there. Which I know personally, of course, that they're going to have bourbons and rides that we can't get here in Wisconsin, so <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. But I did think about the international world in Kentucky. Yeah. Like, do they have stuff different that we can't get here, or do they even cater to that? Who knows? It's going to be interesting. Yeah. We're going to have a special and episode on it. Their liquor stores actually have bars inside their liquor stores. So. Cool. If I uh, Evergreen. So you, can try, you can try some of this stuff. Yeah. If Evergreen uh, liquor stores ever listens to this, we're going to be coming soon. In Nulu. Uh, single barrel uh, snob. All we're gonna right. be looking for you, man. We're coming, right. me and Dylan. Whiskey boppers. We'll catch you later. <laughs> yeah.